In grudging compliance with updated guidelines, quote-unquote, from the Ministry of Transparency's Broadcast and DigiWebs division, I, Gus Bodenheim, hereby do convey the current non-discrimination policy of Kajakor and Delbarton Media Holdings, or CADMH, hereafter referred to as Cadmaher. To wit, Cadmaher does not discriminate on the basis of race, skin color, hue, value, or combinations thereof, complementary or insulting. National, regional, or local origin narratives, age, disability, sex, if any, general vibe, or neurodivergency status. Specifically, Bunny self pronouns shall be respected regardless of neurodivergency status, including but not limited to non sequiturial noun self designations such as veggie identical noun selves. To put it in layman's terms, call any vegetable, and the chances are good that a hungry bunny self will respond. While in this territory, it should be noted that anyone in the Codger's staff claiming gender pay disparity must present proof of gender upon demand. Our hygiene policy will largely be considered a matter of personal choice. We honor even the most egregious hobo B.O. slash Hollywood stank. For we at Cadmaher do not assume to be nose blind. We smell smells. Grievances will be heard, considered and dealt with on a case-by-case -case basis. Perhaps a few hours brooding on your problems in the Powton Shanty will settle your hash. Otherwise, the Kaja might need to give you a good talking to. Either way, I read the thing, and that's that.
Yes, that was rocking. Yes, and swinging. That was a Dodo Marmorosa, his trio, with bopmatism. This is the old Kaja Radio Show on WFMU here every Tuesday from 7 to 8 o'clock, playing 70 RPM records. Only. And I talk a bit, too. Now, now, it, it, it pains me. It, it pains me to point out that it's only a matter of weeks before WFMU once again turns into a shabby beggar. It's, yeah, it's another stupid fundraiser coming up. Station management, as usual, they do this every year, they dispatch the staff DJs to street corners and dollar store parking lots and subways and freeway on-ramps uh, with their pathetic little buckets. And the, the, the DJs, they will harass passers-by and commuters and beseech them to toss their nickels and quarters into their dented buckets to support WFMU's loathsome programming. And, of course, the DJs, they all comply. They do what they're told. They'll wear their official WFMU uniforms uh, when they go out in public. This is mandatory, and they follow orders. This is ugly, green-striped jumpsuits and propeller beanies. Uh, You can't miss them, but hopefully you can avoid them. So anyway, I'm just, I'm, I'm just right now giving you some advance warning. Now look, you know I've advised, like I said this on the radio so many times, I've advised station management countless times they should allow advertising on the airwaves. But they, they insist, management insists on some weird, and, and I think self-defeating, policy of commercial-free purity. They say advertising dollars are verboten. It would contaminate the airwaves. That's stupid. Look how well it works on the old Codger radio show. We air a lot of commercials, uh, and we are very reliant on the Del Barton dollars. And we air commercials for fine Del Barton products year-round. And uh, that pays the bills for the show. And, and then some. There's always plenty left over for bourbon, cigars, and we itemize that as infrastructure. Anyway, none of our hard-earned revenue, I just want you to know that, if people listen to this show and if you donate, uh, none of our hard-earned revenue is shared with the rest of the station. <laughs> the Old Codger Radio Show is on WFMU, but not of it. I may be crazy, but I ain't no doggone fool. And uh, so anyway, in a few weeks, we'll have to do the fundraiser on the air. We're going to make it very entertaining. I've invited some members of the illustrious uh, Bodenheim clan <laughs> to join me in the fundraising because I'm going to need some camaraderie. Now, there's also a rumor that Fablio intends to stop by and disrupt my program. And if that's the case, and if, I, if I find out that it's true, I, I will have armed sentinels posted outside the studio, and they have real bullets. Yeah, I may be fearless, but I'm not insane. Anyway, more about that in the next few weeks. Let's go back to the music here on uh, the Old Codger Radio Show on WFMU.
some judge who thinks he's funny Says you pay six to her He says, now judge, suppose I fail The judge says, budge, right into jail Or you better keep her I think it's cheaper than making whoopee Oh, so you throwed me out, huh? Well, that's all right. That ain't the first time I've been thrown out of a saloon. I know what I'll do. I'm going on home and get me some sleep. I wonder what did Richard do with that key? Why did he go to sleep with the key? Well, that's all right. I'll just wake him up and make him open the door. Open the door, Richard. That's the boy I rooms with. Open the door, Richard. I know he ain't going out nowhere cause I got on the clothes. On the door, Richard! And that's when I don't like to room with nobody. He don't want to open the door for me. And I owe just as much rent up here as he do. Open the door, Richard. Open the door and let me. Open the door, Richard. Richard, why don't you? I'm gonna move sad in the This old woman, she charging too much rent. Three dollars a month. And got the nerve to be mad because we left months in the rear. Why, she come acting me this morning, she said, when you boys want to give me some of my back rent. So I just told her she lucky if she getting the front rent out of me. I'm the door, Richard. Then she come acting me when is I'm going to work. And I ain't thinking about no work. I don't want no job. I'm going back on relief Monday. I was on relief last summer, but I don't know. They got short of help, and they couldn't send your checks out, and you had to go get them, so I give it up. Open, Open the, the door, door Richard. Richard. Open the door and let me. Richard, it's cool out here. Open the door, Richard. Richard, Richard why don't you? That's all right, I'll get in. I'll go around through the back and I'll come around through the alley. I don't need no Richard. Oh, I don't want no police. I'll get in. I'll get in. I better, man. I'll get in. Hey, Richard! Ain't this a shame? The police, the police is looking for me. I'll get somebody else locked up and get myself messed up. Open the door, Richard. Open the door, Richard. Open the door and let me the door, Richard. Richard, why don't you open that door? Now, let's see now. There used to be old ladder laying around here somewhere. Oh, yeah, it is. I know what I'll do. I'll take his ladder and climb up on the trousers. That's what I'll do. Say, boy, what are you doing up on that ladder? Open the door, Richard. Here's the man out here. Oh, the law. Sir? What are you doing up on that ladder? I live up here. You live up there? Yes. Well, why don't you come down and go in the door? I don't live in the door. I live on the second floor. Open the door, Richard. Open the door and let me This is my ladder, officer. I don't care whose ladder it is. You come down. You mean to tell me a man can't stood on his own ladder? No, a man can't stood on his own ladder. Oh, I do, Richard. Well, I guess that must be a new law just come out. All right, suppose that don't come down, then what's going to happen? Then I'm going to whoop you until you get sober. Oh, no. Who do who get sober? I'm going to whoop you until you get sober. Oh, yeah? Uh, wait a minute, what you doing? No, don't do that, man. You hit my button. Don't do that. Don't, uh, hold my door, Richard. Don't do that, man. You hit my button. Don't do that. Hold my door, Richard. Don't do that, man. You hit my button. Don't do that. Hold my door, Richard. Don't do that
for saying, let me come on down. You act like one of them ponies, they never rest nobody before. Open the door, Richard. Open the door and let me in. Open the door, Richard. Richard, why don't you open that door? All right, what you say you gonna do now? I said I'm gonna whoop you until you get sober. Don't do that. Wait a minute, let's get some understanding here. You gonna whoop who? I'm gonna whoop you. Oh, no, you ain't. I won't do what? No, you won't. Oh, wait a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll get played. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, my God, my return. Wait a minute. Let's get some understanding. Look, at the judge told me don't come down there no more. You're going to mess me up. I'm going to get on the door. On the Open door. Open the door, Richard. Open the door and let me That was Dusty Fletcher and his cronies with Open the Door, Richard. Uh, it's a great version of that by uh, Louis Jordan and his Timothy Five. We'll play that some other time. Before that was uh, the, the great song, Making Whoopi. Uh, we heard it by Eddie Walters. Uh, Jack McVeigh did Groove Juice. Then we heard a trio of ladies doing jazz. Sure, Beryl Booker on the piano, uh, Mary Osborne on the guitar, and uh, June Rottenberg on the bass. And they did a low ceiling. And we opened up that set with Lonnie Johnson and Eddie Lang. Great picking duet with handful of riffs. Uh, this is Courtney T. Edison, the old codger, here on WFMU every Tuesday from 7 to 8 o'clock p.m. every week, year-round. Now, uh, Gus, Gus Bodenheim was visiting me this past weekend. Now, I, I can appreciate a man on a bender. Gus is a sponge that's never fully saturated. If you pour a gallon of rot gut down Gus's throat, you will never hear a splash at the bottom of the well. You know, if, if Gus ever appears in a movie, his liver will have its own speaking parts. Anyway, I mention Gus right now because uh, it's that time of the year, besides the stupid fundraiser coming up, it's also the time of the year in showbiz where famous people uh, give awards to other famous people for being famous. For, for being famous last year, anyway. So anyway, look, we have always craved a piece of that action. So, here's Gus Bodenheim presenting the nominees for this year's Rummy Awards. Gus Bodenheim here once again with your insider sneak preview of the 2022 Rummy Awards. If not the most glamorous night in filmdom, then certainly the biggest night for Del Barton limos outside of New Year's Eve and prom season. You know, years ago, Rummy Del Barton had a dream. Golden Globes, Oscars, he mused. There seems to be a whole lot of money in providing a stage for these beglittered blowhards to hand each other trophies. And so the Rummy Awards were born. And as always, I'm here to offer my picks for the year's big winners. Do you have your own favorites? Good for you, but I'm on the radio. For greatest achievement in unexpectedly tolerable rom-com, the smart money's on 35 baby showers, which at barely 90 minutes, leaves plenty of time to do something worthwhile with the rest of your day. You'll want to grab a hanky when this year's Rummy's honor Rita Moreno, member of the legendary EGOT Club. That's Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. I predict she'll win a rummy for her performance as She-Doc or whatever in West Side Story. By adding a rummy to her resume, she's now in the Roger Club, which is truly illustrious, glorious, splendid, brilliant, radiant, and bright. The prestigious Pearl Buck Humanitarianism with Chinese Characteristics Award is anyone's game this year, but my yuans are on John Cena for his bravura performance in Hero Defeats Ambush by Enemies of Great People's Republic 3. As always, my choice for best performance in a silent film goes to Ola Negri. I think we have a clip. 
Unforgettable. For most ADHD'd out superhero epic, it's got to be Marvel's The Incomprehensibles 5, Behold Yon Cataclysm. With CGI so glossy, action so fast-paced, sound so grotesquely intrusive, you're liable to have a seizure. This viewer got so involved in the film, it took me a full 18 minutes to start checking messages on my phone. Nuff said. I'm going out on a limb in the category of best reimagined musical and giving it to Jordan Peele's Brigadoon, about a mystical town that appears but one day every century and the two travelers who happen upon it, discovering a hellscape of savage bigotry, tuneful, vibrant conversation starting. Well, those are my picks. Will I see you at the after party? <laughs> I didn't think so. I'm Gus Bodenheim. Mm -hmm. 
Mr. Tribe was rocking as his knees beat out this mellow riff. Mop, mop, from the tropics' heat. Mop, mop, came this jungle beat. Though old Joe is gone, his jive lives on, and it still is making history. The whole world round, only one room to be found. Still a million sweethearts who have to make it do. Think too when it smiles on you. It's not always all in view. Perhaps a quarter or a half. It almost makes you laugh. Half a moon is better than no moon. Any old time or any old where. If the girls beside there feel satisfied there what do you care you can spoon right any old June night but if it's moonlight she's bound to fall a moon in the quarter or even one shorter ask anyone's daughter is better than no Johnny Marvin. He plays the ukulele just like Cliff Edwards, and he sings. And that was half a moon. He's better than no moon. Before that, Louis Jordan and his Timpany Five did Mop Mop. George Gershwin. Uh, he was doing a little demo version on the piano of uh, a tune from Tiptoes, the musical Tiptoes. It's called When Do We Dance? And Gus Bodenheim. There, I want to thank Gus for announcing this year's uh, Rummy Award Nominees. By the way, the Rummy statuettes, which are awarded at the Rummy, uh, at the Rummy Awards, are manufactured out of uh, depleted radium. I want you to know that their Barton is still finding ways to repurpose all that radium they came across in uh, some place in New Jersey. They had to dig it up, and they're still digging it up, and they're still finding ways to use it in many, many new products. Anyway, so what Gus was reading about the. The, 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 the Rummy Award nominees, I gotta confess, a lot of the names confounded me. I mean, I never heard of these people or these films. Well, okay, Pola Negri. Yeah, of course. Uh, but uh, that cinematic spotlight by Gus, all, the, all that name dropping, it also probably confused my cronies and my listeners. Uh, there's, there's some, not a lot, of overlap in those two categories. 
Anyway, we, we here at the Old Codger Radio Show uh, feel compelled that uh, we would air this feature anyway, even though we didn't know who the hell these people were. Uh, because, uh, well, primarily because Del Barton Studios paid us for the airtime, and we don't like issuing refunds to sponsors. But even if nobody around here knows who these people are, look, the Old Codger community is expensive. Not expensive, expansive. It's expensive, too, but it's also expansive. We're always looking to learn, to grow, to embrace change, to follow the latest fashions. Whatever the new hot dance is, we want to learn the steps. Uh, yeah, okay, it's a lot of bullcrap. Yeah, I know. I know. You think I'm a disreputable, exhausted old geezer. A has-been. A never was. A human footnote. Look, don't underestimate me. You may think I'm anachronistic, but someday I'll tell you about the time I crept through a wormhole and visited a distant galaxy. Oh, it was magnificent. They knew me. They welcomed me. I drank their bourbon. It was swell. I took pictures. I collected specimens. I spent the night with a harem. I was lavished with offerings, and I took them home with me when I crept back through the wormhole. I have those offerings. Everything they gave me, I have it in my bunker. These things are not on display. You have to ask to see them. And even then, before I show them to you, first you have to answer three questions. Now I can't disclose them on the radio, or you'll cheat. You'll, you'll look up the answers. I don't even know why I brought this up. You know what? Go find your own wormhole. Uh, let's get back to the music on the Old Codger Radio Show on WFMU. Once I loved such a shattering physician Quite the best-looking doctor in the state. He looked after my physical condition, and his bedside manner was great. When I'd gaze up and see him there above me, looking less like a doctor than a Turk, I was tempted to whisper, Do you love me? Or do you merely love your work? He said my bronchial tubes were entrancing. My epiglottis filled him with glee. He simply loved my larynx and went wild about my pharynx. But he never said he loved me. He said my epidermis was darling and found my blood as blue as could be. He went through wild ecstatics when I showed him my lymphatics, but he never said he loved me. And though no doubt it was not very smart of me, I kept on racking my soul to figure out why he loved every part of me. And yet not me as a whole, by my esophagus he was ravished, enthusiastic to a degree. He said was just enormous, my appendix vermiformis, but he never said he loved me. He said my cerebellum was brilliant and my cerebrum far from NG. I know he thought a lot of my medulla oblongata, but he never said he loved me. He said my maxillaries were marvels and found my sternum stunning to see. He did a double hurdle when I shook my pelvic girdle, but he never said he loved me. He seemed amused when he first made a test of me to further his medical art. Yet he refused when he fixed up the rest of me to cure that ache in my heart. I know he thought my pancreas perfect, 
And for my spleen was keen as could be He said of all his sweeties I the sweetest diabetes But he never said he loved me
tomorrow. You're just here today and gone tomorrow. Why can't I have you for my own? And why must I always be alone? I wanna go where you go. Do what you do. Love when you love, then I'll be happy. I wanna sigh when you sigh. Cry when you cry. That was Whispering Jack Smith, and then I'll be happy. Or subtitled, I Wanna Go Where You Go, Do What You Do. Which is not the same song that Ruth Edding sang, which was called Wherever You Go, Whatever You Do. Different song. Uh, Dick McDonough was in there with Chasing a Buck, that was the guitar instrumental. Ruth Edding was before that. And we opened up uh, that set with Gertrude Lawrence singing a, a song by Cole Porter. It was called The Physician. Wonderful song. So, this is Courtney. Uh, looking at the clock, we, we've, we've driven the last spike on this railroad. We have arrived at our destination, which is Maury's Coney Island. Well, actually, uh, having just hammered in the final spike, I'm not sure how we completed a railroad trip from some unspecified point of origin to a final destination while the tracks were under construction. That would imply, I'm trying to think this through, that would imply that the train was proceeding along at a velocity equal to the speed of the workers laying down each section of the track. So, let's see, even if the workers were on the job 24 hours a day working in shifts, uh, that would still take a long time. It's a slow process constructing a railroad. A train moving along at the speed of construction would, would make very little progress in its travels. Could take weeks. Could take months. So I have no idea what I'm talking about. And I have to admit, I don't know how we got here. Furthermore, now that we're here, we're not really stopping. We're, we're, we're moving right along. So we've traveled some distance, and once we reached a certain point... We just continued on. We, we didn't really stop. This is a real metaphysical conundrum. Goodness gracious. You know, I'm trying to think. Maybe when I started, maybe I mixed a bunch of metaphors. You know, I don't map out these mic breaks in advance. 
Maybe I need to adjust my syntax or something. You know, as my old drinking buddy, Henry Louis Mencken, once cautioned, he said this to me, he says, you never push a noun against a verb without trying to blow up something. He was a very wise man, very sagacious. Well, anyway, Maury's Coney Island, we're going there next, so you can stick around if you want to spend some time on Maury's Coney Island. It'll be coming up right next, and I'll be back next week from 7 to 8 o'clock on Tuesday playing 70 RPM Records. I am Courtney T. Edison, the old codger. Feel free to call me at home if you'd like. You know my phone number. It's 6. Write it down. Same number I've had since 1892. I think you'd know it by now. Anyway, this is WFMU, East Orange, uh, WMFU, Mount Hope, in New York City in Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org.
You are tuned to Marconi Island and WFMU. I'm your host, Stephen Levins, here every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. playing the soundtrack hits from the past, present, and future. This week is no exception. We have special guests joining us. Dan Deacon has been very, very busy lately, just within the last, I'd say, three months. There's uh, three new soundtrack releases from him. A couple of them made my best in soundtrack 2021. That would be Ascension. That's uh, directed and produced by Jessica Kingdon in All Light Everywhere. That's uh, Theo Anthony, who he had worked with previously on a couple of projects, including Rat Film from 2016. And then coming out in theaters on uh, February 18th and digitally on February 25th, Strawberry Mansion. Surrealist sci-fi directed and written by Albert Burney and Kentucker Audley. And Dan, of course, is a Long Island-raised Baltimore, Maryland Denison nowadays, five solo albums, what he's most well known for. Of course, Spider-Man of the Rings, the first. Uh, And he's since transitioned over to doing quite a bit of scoring work lately. Eight feature films, feature-length films, five of which, Rat Film, Time Trial, Well-Groomed, Ascension, All Light Everywhere, have all received soundtrack album releases. And then there's today's that we're discussing, Strawberry Mansion. So I guess that makes it six uh, and also, he put out his fifth studio album, solo release, A Mystic Familiar, on Domino, right before the pandemic, January 2020. So we'll get into a bit of that. Go to dandeacon.com. We'll be speaking to Dan shortly. 